with the polo fleeces purple label shh, with the logo secret give me a couple years i might just sneak in a couple words and like peaches and herb we'll be reunited and it feels so hood had the whole world saying how you still so good hello and welcome back to the random eloquence podcast yes dear summer more like dear fall <laughs> We are officially in pumpkin spice season, and if you know me, y'all know that that is a sarcastic joke of mine because I despise pumpkin spice, but I do enjoy the fall. So once again, welcome back. I'm your host, Crystal, and welcome to season four. It has been four months since we last recorded, and it feels so good to be back. I am energized, if you can't tell. I'm refreshed, and I'm ready to tackle a whole nother season. Yes, y'all. So last show or last season, we ended with our last show with a special guest. And if you've been following the show for a while, you know I've had a rotating roster of friends of the show. So I figured um, to ease back into things, I'm going to go ahead and do this episode with uh, one of my very best friends. So everybody, welcome to the show. For those who don't know, Mr. Regular Chef, also known as David, my husband. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, and welcome to season four. Hello, hello. Hey, best friend. Hey, best friend. That's my best friend. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, welcome back again. <laughs> Feels like you never left. Nah, I never left. Yeah, but this episode, we figured we would just ease back into the, the season, as we always do, because... Um, it's been four months and I got to get back into the, you know, routine of doing a podcast, you know, cause I felt like I lost it a little bit, but again, I'm happy to be back. I'm rejuvenated. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, rejuvenated. Yeah. So a little rejuvenated. Are you missing summer already? Yeah. It went by too fast. And when fall came and shifted, fall Ooh. came, everything shifted. Like it's cloudy. It's slowly getting dark a lot faster and I'm not used to that yet. Yeah, like it is um, basically October. We're we're in the early days of October, and um, it's already getting dark at like three thirty <laughs> p.m. By the way, three thirty p.m. is dark, and by six p.m. it's feeling like it's ten o'clock. Yeah, it doesn't help that it's been a chance of rain every day for like the past two weeks. Yes, or three weeks really. Literally every day, it's been cloudy and raining, and um. That that's the only thing. I mean, I'm ready for fall, but I'm not ready for the um, the trickle of like seasonal depression. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not ready for all those things. I'm trying not to claim that, but uh, every year around this time is where those those uh, wintertime blues start to slowly infiltrate. So I'm hoping that somehow we can skip that this year. That'd be great if we can get past that. But um, but what we're gonna do on this episode is just kind of. Again, ease back into it, but we're just going to reflect on our summer because it's been a good summer, I will say. I'm so thankful that we made it through the summer. We're here. We're alive. We're blessed and um, healthy, most importantly. Blessed and highly favored. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, and highly flavored. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can y'all tell it's been a while since I've been off this mic? Um, yeah, I gotta learn how to talk again, but yeah, blessed and highly favored. We've already, you know, greeted each other. I think most of, most of the people know who you are, but again, if you're new to the show, thank you for finding us. Thank you for listening for the first time. Um, be sure you, you know, follow along with the show on Instagram at random eloquence pod. Uh, also follow us anywhere you get your podcast, you know, Apple, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, go ahead and do us a favor and help us out and follow the show. And leave a review, please, because that really does wonders. And we have some big plans for this season, y'all. Like, I already have a couple things already secured and booked, so hopefully, let's pray that everything goes well. 
But we got a lot of good little special gems coming this season. I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, we're just going to have some fun this episode. Um, so let's just get into it. Um, before we really get into it, actually, just like old time's sake, we're going to do a burning question. But I tasked David with the task of doing the burning question uh, this time so that I could be surprised. So take it away, David. What's yeah. the burning question for today's so show? So for this one, I got to thank the, um, I guess we call it Threads, even though I'm not on Threads. Mm-hmm. Instagram just likes to show me Threads. So okay. Our little burning question or burning, th- let's call it a burning thought. Burning thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. Describe your paycheck with the movie title. <laughs> what? Can you read that again? So just think about it. Describe your paycheck with a movie title. Hmm. You can interpret it however you like. Okay, I had to describe my paycheck. So every time I get paid, if if my paycheck was a movie, what would it be? Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Of course. Um <laughs> The first I have two, I think. The first thing that comes to mind when I get my paycheck or first movie title, it would be Set It Off. Mm. (laughs) Let me explain. So if you guys are familiar with the movie Set It Off, you know that the premise of the movie is about four women who um, basically needed a better way of life, at least so they thought. So they came up with a plot to rob a bank. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I'm gonna ever go that far rob a bank but sometimes when i look at that paycheck i get a little discouraged i'm like how is it that i just got paid six hours ago and here we are six hours later and it's not much left i need to do something drastic to get different results because you know what they say you can't do the same thing get different results so the first thing that comes in my mind is set it off you know you got to do some Mm -hmm. things that you've never done before to get what you need um, the mm. second movie is not really a movie. It's a show that was uh, really popular during COVID time. We all had some time to sit down and watch it, amongst other things. But this particular show also comes to mind because, again, I have morals and I have values. And I think that I'm a good person. And, you know, I'm a good person. But desperate times call for desperate measures. So my second movie would be, or excuse me, it's a show. It would be P Valley. <laughs> Do I need to even explain? Yeah, I be thinking, it. okay, you, you know, that one. you know, P Valley. If you watch the show, you know, you know. I'm um, just saying, sometimes the paycheck is not paychecking, and um, you know, we just gotta um, do what it do. I'm like, you know, it's not too late, babe. I know we're married, but. I might have to do what I need to do (laughs) for the family. (laughs) I'm just kidding, y'all. Everybody in the show got a story. Everybody has a story. I could be the married woman who, um, you know, just came across some hard times. And my husband was okay with it. And we just, it was a temporary thing. And we just did what it had to do. I am kidding, y'all. But that's what I think. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Sometimes being a normal person with just normal morals and standards is not working. Groceries are high. The cost of butter has risen. Uh, eggs are high. Like, I can't keep up. <laughs> so, so your, yeah. Your paycheck make you feel like Chuggalisa, Mississippi. Chuggalisa, Mississippi. Okay. Also reminds me of the town in um, Paw Patrol. There's a town on the Paw Patrol show, y'all. No. Like Chuggalisa. <laughs> no. What's her name? No. The mayor, right? It's not the town in Paw Patrol. Oh, my goodness. The town in Paw Patrol is Adventure Bay. I know about Adventure Bay. The mayor is Mayor Goodway. She has a pet chicken named Chickaletta. No, she doesn't. Chickaletta is the name of the town. No. She's like, I'm Sing the mayor the of Chickaletta. Sing the song. Ride in this team of pups. Paw Patrol. Down in Adventure, Adventure Bay. Yeah, that's it. That's the city. Man, listen, y'all. That don't flow. <laughs> I used to know Paw Patrol. Okay. In full transparency, in case you're wondering, if you're new here, like why are why do you, why do these grown adults even know about Paw Patrol? It's because we have two sons. Um, one is seven, and he is in that. He's basically done with Paw Patrol. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm too cool for that. And then I have a two year old who doesn't quite fully 
know who they are yet. So I'm in this weird in between where like yeah, he he's at the cusp you know. of like he'll watch the show and then he'll like the dogs and the cars, but yeah, like he's playing with his brother's old Paw Patrol toys, but I don't think he knows that they're a cartoon yet. So she used to say something about like Chickalisa or whatever he said. I don't know. That was eventually Chickaletta is the chicken. Okay, somebody fact check him because clearly I haven't watched Paw Patrol in a while, but clearly you've been keeping up. Um. Anyway, what's your answer? What What is your what movie? What movie does your paycheck remind you of? Uh, it would be Hustle and Flow. Oh. So my paycheck is probably like, like D. And who's D? D. That's um, who's in that movie? Uh, Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. That was okay. Terrence Howard in the movie. You know, he was a pimp. But that was his. That was his job. He get, did to get by. His dream was the music. Every time he had to do his little hustle with them girls, he would think about the music. You know, I, I gotta get. I gotta get this music out, man. Man. <laughs> so when I get paid every two weeks, I look at my check and think about <laughs> whatever the dream of having just better, better okay. jobs, a better opportunity. Okay, I so, get it. I see it. The hustle and the flow. Yeah. Okay. So that that would be it. Okay. Real. And if I had to pick a second movie, probably more of a scene, it would be like Paid in Full mm. when Ace is in his cleaners and he's like fantasizing about having more money and his boss is just getting on him about not doing his job right. He just wants to leave the job. That'd be like the second part of it. But really, it's just hustling and flow. Okay. I see it. I can see that. Cool. Okay. That was a good question. Yeah. So I'm intrigued about like what the listeners would say once you post it on the Insta story and stuff, what their response would be to yes. the question. Please let us know um, after the show airs. Usually a day or two, I always post the burning question to the Instagram. So please respond with what movie or what, when you see your paycheck, what movie or show do you think of? Or how would you describe your paycheck using a movie or show? So very good question. I like that. I like that. I think the Insta threads or whatever we call it. Oh, and yet another social media account that I will not be joining. I'm not on threads. The podcast will not be on threads. Um, If you find me on threads, it's because I was forced. Just know that. (laughs) I'm just here so I don't get fired. (laughs) Um, All right, moving on, moving on. Let's see. Let's just get into our summer recap. We have a little bit of time, but um, wanted to just kind of catch you guys up in case you want to know what we've been up to where should we start let's just first talk about all the things that's happened in the world since um june we last recorded in june our last episode of season three was in june yeah so when we ended that episode the world literally became hot it got hotter it it got hot and it got hot uh then the world literally caught on fire unfortunately a lot of wildfires have taken place I want to say, like, immediately after we ended the episode, we went right into the week where we had the Canadian wildfires. Yeah, so the Canadian wildfires that honestly could still be going on. <sighs> but it's to the point they trickled all the way down to the East Coast. Remember, New York had that orange sky. Mm-hmm. They canceled, like, a Yankees game, a Phillies game, an Orioles game. We felt the smoke down here. In Virginia. Um, Who knows what it if it ever really went away. No, they just not talking about it. Just it just kind of stopped, and then it kind of came back, and then I didn't know that there was an actual a wildfire season. I learned that, too. Yes. So that was interesting. Later on in the summer, <laughs> Hawaii had their own wildfires that shut down the whole state. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point they shut down tourism. They're telling people, please don't come here. And don't know if that was like natural causes, or that was like a man-made <laughs> accident. So many conspiracies it, have been surrounding that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. Um, other things that happened that kind of ended, you know, we had the actors go on strike. <laughs> They're not on strike no more, so shout out to them. No, the writers went on strike first. Mm-hmm. They're not on strike anymore, but then the actors also went on strike. That happened while we was gone. Yes. A lot of strikes happened. Shout out to the UPS workers. Oh, boy. Who went on strike. Well, almost went on strike. Almost. They didn't actually go. And they signed that new deal. And if you want a job, you should be a UPS driver. Yes, they're getting paid six figures. Those are good paying jobs. All you kids in school, don't let your teachers tell you. You don't want to be no truck driver. No, no. A UPS driver (laughs) 
That is a good paying job. Whether you get a high school diploma, college degree, that's a good paying job now. <laughs> yeah, they saying I, I feel like there's gotta be a catch to that though. Like there's no way that I'm just gonna get hired off the street, no lifting box experience or anything, and I'm gonna start out at six figures. No, no, that's the drivers. Dri- not okay, the, not still the, not the workers, the drivers. So I just got my license four years ago and I don't have a CDL, just got the CDL today. There's no way I'm just gonna get the job and be starting on six figures. It's got to be some other parameters in place. I don't believe that. Or that, or it's just going to be that much harder to get a job in UPS. They're going to be very selective, I'm sure. Oh, uh, possibly. Because, like, if they're going to start paying the driver six figures, like, that means the, the budget's going to be less than we're like, hey, we're not going to hire as many drivers. Right. So it's going to so be gonna probably work a little cut somewhere. They're going to, yeah, gonna, they're going to figure it out how to. Yeah, some, something's going to short or, like, your flat rate shipping going to take a little longer. Than or the flat rate shipping is going to be, it's currently $1,000. So now it's going to be $2,500 to ship anything via UPS. Don't laugh. Y'all know it's true because everything to ship UPS, I mean, ridiculous. It costs a lot of money. I will go to USPS every time. If I'm at UPS shipping something, is because the buyer bought it. Like I sold something and the person requested UPS, because there ain't no way I'm voluntarily going to UPS. Shout out to y'all, but y'all expensive. And FedEx, yeah. they ain't no better. Oh, no, FedEx is the worst. They're the worst, though. Like, you get a FedEx package, that thing going to hit 17 different states before it even comes to your house. Oh, right? oh yeah, they're slow. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that happened, like local story to us, a tornado hit a neighborhood in Virginia Beach. Mm. Um, tornadoes don't come here. Yeah. Like, that's that's very random. It destroyed, like, a, a lot of, basically a few homes in, like, a wealthy area of Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, those homes to this day are still not really prepared. And I'm talking, like, miniature talking, mansions. Yeah, we're talking about million-dollar homes. And that's how everybody, when we, we say we're from Virginia Beach, everybody thinks that we live in these houses. No. No. <laughs> it didn't hit our part of Virginia Beach. The amount of texts I got, yeah. hey. Are you okay? Uh, like, yeah, I'm no, chilling I'm over here in the mm-hmm. city, in the urban part of Virginia mm-hmm. Beach, quote-unquote urban. Yeah, we, <laughs> tornado what? No, but seriously, thankfully no one was hurt. I don't think no one got nah, hurt. No one was hurt. But a lot so of, that was a blessing. A lot of total homes and damaged homes. Yeah, so that that was unfortunate, but yeah, it was about twenty minutes from us, so not far, but definitely not where we live. <laughs> so thank you for those who checked in, but it was not where we were. Um, yeah, so weather wise, this summer has been very interesting. You know, all the science people saying global warming, climate change. You know, honestly, they're not sounding so crazy. No, it's, it's, it's I true, will. <laughs> something's happening. Um, I saw today that it's it's um, October and it's raining and it's 62 degrees in LA right now. They're saying that's not normal. Um, I, oh, by now I know y'all heard about the New York floods. There's been a mm-hmm. lot of just unusual weather events. So wherever you're located, just be vigilant and pray, and just stay just stay prayed up because mm-hmm. in all seriousness, like this is kind of a little little unusual. Yeah. And if you know, you know. So just. Just keep praying. That's all I'm going to say. Let's see. Oh, you might, this might be in your list. Um, Transition out of weather. It's not really about strikes or whatever, but we had the Alabama. Oh, no, no. (laughs) We got to call what it is. We had a, a wonderful historical moment of black unity down in Alabama with the boat fight. Yes. When we saw our people come together and defend a brother man trying to do his job against some white people acting a fool. Mm. That is unity. That mm. should be in the history books. <laughs> that is a proud moment okay. in black history. Preach. Cannot forget that right there. <laughs> yes, the white chair that made his rounds, the man mm-hmm. throwing up his hat before he basically started the fight. He did the Bobby Schmurter, and they created all types of reels of people stretching, working out with folding chairs, saying, yes. I wish somebody would mess with me. <laughs> What that a time. Beautiful. That was what? Literally early August because we were actually out of the country when it happened. Yeah, that was early, that was August. We'll but get then, there. Yeah. You want to keep it in Alabama? Was it homegirl in Alabama? Oh, homegirl. <laughs> um, speaking of the South, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something else happened in the South. Uh, Carly Russell. We really could just leave that there. What? Girl, what? 
I know it's old news now because you know the media will cover it for a week and then we moved on, and that that was like in media that was like a hundred years ago. But I mean, it's been what a couple months. Oh, yeah, at least been a couple. Barely months. Like the the gone missing, not missing. Girl, what? To get charged with kind of wasting the police time and the people what? mad that. I think the only the kind of funny but kind of weird thing about it is like people donated money to try to find her. But are those people gonna get their money back? No, that's why everybody's upset. Like, no, honestly, I don't know how that works. That's a yeah, good question. Like, when people go, donate you, you and donate then realize whatever it's cause and realize like, is that is that coming back? Like, man, I can don't you know. write that off on your taxes? No. Listen, I heard there's a movie already on. Um, it's not on Tubi because I know y'all were thinking that it's on Amazon. Um, my cousin sent that to us and. Um, Oh, I think it's, it's like a one real of them, movie. It's called "The Nurse That Saw a Baby on the Side of the Road" or something ridiculous. Is it a movie or one of them like little true crime movies? Whatever it is, they acted fast. They had to get actors. They had to write it. What mm. in the world? And low key, I want to watch it. Not expecting anything great. I just want to um, see. I just want to see it. <laughs> just be nosy, really. Um, but yeah, Carly Russell was a thing. Um, I mean, if. If you don't know about these stories, you've had to be living on the rock, basically. Maybe you were hibernating this summer. Or maybe you were just somewhere else. Um, let's see. What's on my list of things? Um, and we'll we'll go back to yours. Um, let's see. I did a lot of... Um, so I, had a, I recently celebrated a birthday on September 10th. That was my birthday just some weeks ago. Um, and I enjoyed myself. We got to have a little date. Well, I wouldn't say a date night, but it was like a day day. We went out to brunch. Brunch it up. Yeah, to a cute little place in Virginia Beach called Tulu. Very cute. Um, Attached to that brand new Marriott Hotel resort. So check it out because it feels like a whole different place. It feels like you're like on a tropical island when you go inside of that resort. So check that out. Um, And then I took some time off work during the week of my birthday. And I just had some time to... In all honesty, I worked on some podcast stuff. As y'all see, there's a lot of changes that happened over here at the podcast. So I worked on some podcast stuff, some business side of things with that. And then, Big things. <laughs> and then, I um, honestly, I just cleaned out my closet, literally, literally and figuratively. Like, I have a couple closets that I've been meaning to clean out. And I just took some days and just deep cleaned the closet. I found myself getting rid of a lot of quote-unquote corporate clothes that – basically i've had since covid and um i haven't consistently worked in the office since 2020 so we looked at three years worth of business attire and i'm like mm, can't fit that anymore or honestly it's out of style so i just took my time and just like decluttered um and now that i'm fully remotely working from home i honestly didn't need a lot of that stuff but I am preparing that one day, unfortunately, I probably will go back to an office. So I'm slowly basically just building up my business attire wardrobe just in case. And honestly, other things in life might come up where I need business attire, you know. Um, So I'm just trying to basically get rid of the old 2020 and prior stuff and just welcoming in some new vibes. So that was actually very therapeutic you know i know some people like oh that's whack you cleaned your birthday i'm like but i needed that like i needed time to just get rid of all that before but that what they call bc before covid energy (laughs) all that stuff that happened before covid them clothes and all that was bought and needed to get out of this house i'm ready for a new a new vibe (laughs) so that's what i did um let's see i found myself with cleaning out the closet just Stuff that I was like, why am I even holding on to this? But I realized in life, some stuff just has like sentimental value and I find it hard. You have stuff like that in your closet that you just like, for some reason, you just can't let it go. It might be like, oh, this is a shirt that I had my first ever job interview in. Or like, I, I have a lot of that stuff. And I'm like, when am I going to get rid of it? It's going to just disintegrate. The fabric is just going to disappear eventually. Like, yeah. it's just weird. So... I did still keep some stuff, but eventually I gotta let this stuff go, I guess. Yeah, it's like you ask yourself, like, you said, why do I still have it from the last time I worn it? From the last time I thought about it, and you just gotta let it go. Yeah, but then sometimes it's good to just know that it's there in the back of the closet in the left hand corner. 
very specific, right? Like, you're not going to use it. Like, what's the purpose? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. You know what's been even harder? I cleaned out um, the boys' closets and stuff, too. And it has been extremely hard for some reason for me to get rid of my youngest child's clothes. Meaning, like, I'm talking infants, baby stuff. I am struggling because, like, I know I'm not having any more kids. And he's the last baby. And it just feels like a chapter slamming shut in my face. Like, this is it. No more babies. Get rid of it. And it's been hard. It's been very hard. Getting rid of, like, his baby toys. Because he just turned two. So we still have a lot of stuff kind of hanging around. But it's like, hey, we need to get some of this, you know, these baby toys. He's a two. He's, he's playing with his brother's toys now. Like, we don't need a lot of this stuff. So that's been kind of my summer, too, just getting rid of, like, the last two years worth of things, whether it be COVID things or just baby things, because we were in babyhood the last two years. So that's been rough. Um, but we made it through. I talked to somebody else, and they said, oh, no, that's a, that's really a thing. It's hard to get rid of baby clothes, especially when you know, like, it's your last baby or, like, the last, say, if you had girls, it's your last girl or your last boy. Like, people say they struggle with that. So I'm not alone, I guess. Uh, let's see. Inflation, exactly. I let that pause on purpose. Mm-hmm. Inflation, um, that's it. That's the caption. Uh, the news will say like, "Oh, we've we've balanced it out. Inflation is going down." And I'm like, "Where?" Because um, it, I feel like it's doubled down. It's not going down. It's doubled down. Meaning, it has gotten so bad that like everybody that I know is talking about it. Even people who I know make bank. People who usually ain't word, they just throw it in the bag, they, they got it like that. Even those people are starting to be like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. You know, it's it's getting ridiculous. Um, I can't keep up. Every time I go get groceries or every time I buy literally anything, it's a whole conversation with myself. Like, self, how bad, how bad do you need it? It's getting ridiculous. How have you felt it? I mean... <clears throat> We both obviously feeling it the same because we live in the same house, but, whoo. Nah, going out to eat is where it hurts the most. Oh, goodness. Like, we we got Chinese for lunch the other day. You think, oh, you know, you used to get Chinese lunch special. It's hmm. like $5. Now it's like 7 8 mm-hmm. And like 8 used to be what you paid for your Chinese combo dinner. Yes. <clears throat> so you sit in your hand, like, you're paying what you used to pay. You're paying what you used to pay for dinner for lunch. Yep. And then your dinner price has gone up. So now you like when you buy, you're like, oh, like I just spent forty dollars on lunch, just lunch. <laughs> and we gotta eat dinner, and we gotta mm-hmm. add two more people to the table when we eat at dinner, because at lunchtime the kids were away that day. Yeah, that's. But in the evening, there's two other people at the <clears> table. And then this, feed. and these stores trick you when they put stuff on sale. The sale price is what it used to be. Oh my goodness. So it's almost like, no, like, hold on, no, 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 go back to this. Yeah, it's a marketing Because nothing's it. changed. It's just like when stores go out of business, they'll be like, liquidation sale, everything's 75% off. And we're like, yes, 75% off. But when you go in there, you're like, oh, they marked the price up to the original retail so that they can mark it down. That's what that is. And that's what's happening with inflation. Like you said, yesterday's price, you're right. It's not even today's price. Literally yesterday, know. it was... Six ninety nine, and literally tomorrow it's eight ninety nine. Like yeah. overnight, the price has increased. Yeah, shout out to Fat Joe, but that's it's it's crazy. Because even when you buy cereal, your cereal's gone up, but your bag of cereal is smaller. Yeah, that, right. It's called the shrinkflation. Shrink, yeah, shrinkflation is real. That is something else, and we are not exaggerating, y'all. Like if you if y'all be like they're if y'all are thinking they're exaggerating, like then clearly you're rich, okay? Because like I said, even people who I know are usually comfortable in their finances, even they're questioning things. Okay, um, but like you said, the cereal is smaller. It was something like, pff, listen, if you're an old listener, you already know how I feel about the Dollar Tree. Y'all already know how I feel about Dollar Forest. Go back and listen to the episode. Y'all know I'm still hot about them increasing it to $1.25, and they try to justify it and be like, oh, well, we're going to have more inventory and blah, blah, and that, that has been true. I have seen some different, nicer things in Dollar Tree. However... Everything is smaller, like the popcorn that I used to buy. Shout out to that Brim's popcorn in Dollar Tree. Big Brim's. <laughs> it's smaller. So, yes, you've charged me a quarter more 
and you decrease the volume of the bag. It's stuff like that. It's the mind games. It's the mind games mm-hmm. that I'm tired of. So that has happened this summer. Inflation, I don't think we're going to see any um, decrease in that, at least not right now as of the time of this recording. Also, more recently, as in some days ago, the government almost shut down. And honestly, anything can happen. So by the time y'all hear this this week, it could be shut down for real. But allegedly it's open again. Well, never shut down, but we almost had a shutdown. Um, and oh, don't, yeah. worry, don't worry about a week before Thanksgiving. You'll be hearing about a shutdown again. We'll see. It's, you know, and, and I know some people love to say, oh, I don't keep up the news. It's Listen, I'm not sitting there glued to the news either. But you can't help but hear about the stuff. And you do have to find a balance between self-care and not immersing yourself with the negative. But you also have to be aware of what's happening as well so that you're not blindsided. I think um, the pandemic taught us a lot, of, a lot of that of like, ooh, had we been paying attention, we could have maybe prepared just a little bit for some stuff. Obviously, some stuff that happened to COVID, none of us could even think of. It was unprecedented, including myself, you know. We were blindsided. Mm-hmm. But knowing what we know now, taking those lessons, I think now, like, of course we're not saying sit in front of the news and just study it all day. But just be aware of what's going on because it's a lot of moving parts. That's all I'll say. It's a lot of, a lot going on, a lot of stuff that's, like, going over most of our heads, including me, because it's getting hard to keep up. But just keep that in mind. But, yeah, so you're right. It's probably going to be brought up again right before the holidays, conveniently. But um, we'll see. Shout out to all the government workers. We're hoping that, you know, none of this stuff will end up affecting y'all. Hopefully it will just work out and you guys can keep getting paid and we can go on with our lives. <sighs> Let's see. Um, something else exciting happened over the summer. Well, a couple of exciting things, actually. Um, Which one? Which one you want to start with? I will start with um, the most unordinary, unexpected thing to happen. So David and I were almost casted in a Disney commercial, guys. <laughs> I know that sounds for, extremely random. For Disney, what, Disneyland Resorts? Disney Vacations. Vacations that's what it, that's what it. Yeah, very um, unexpected, almost opportunity, but clearly you're hearing us on this podcast, and I'm not rich, so... We didn't make the cut, but yeah, we um we saw a casting opportunity. We were offered a casting opportunity. We um did what we had to do to try out or audition. We did a we did a um what do you call it? Like a I guess an audition tape. Yeah, to send an audition tape, act out a few scenes, talk about why we feel like we deserve to be a part of the commercial. Cause we black. And they needed more black people. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we fit the criteria. I'm half. I'm halfway kidding, guys. Yeah. Like, you know, Disney. They the, they could use some more. We of fit us. the criteria. The family dynamic they were looking for. So the so the crazy thing is, when they said family, but they were very specific. They did not want our family. <laughs> they wanted. <laughs> we had to basically be like, yeah, we ain't got no kids. Oh, no kids. Okay, sure. Like mm-hmm. they want. <laughs> no, you don't want no kids. Nope, we are a family of two. So basically, um. They were looking, so we've learned a lot about casting um, by just this one opportunity. Like, we've never done anything like this. We've never been asked. Um, we just, it never was a thing that we did. Mm. But we've, we've learned, like, casting could be borderline discriminatory. How dare I say that? Like, that's not the right word, but. No, I mean, kind of is. Cause, like, it's kind of like, questionable. We're looking for. They're very specific in what they want. family, certain type of kids boy, girl, whatever, and you got to fit it. And if you don't, they'll just look right past you. Then, I mean, literally, we'll walk right past you. So, like, this particular one was, like, they you had to be between a certain age group, which we fit. You had to be Hispanic or African-American. Oh, no, this one didn't have a race criteria. But um, you had to basically be, you know, married couple. Um, and I don't think you – yes, yeah, so it was just very specific. Married couple – and they were particularly casting for a married couple um, with no kids in this scenario. And then they had another scenario commercial that for that same entity of Disney that was like, well, we do need a family of four, 
but the kids got to be between like eight and twelve. Yeah, I think they want. And they wanted grandparents, and I'm like, okay, well, we ain't got that, so <laughs> so we'll just do the couples. <laughs> yeah, didn't they want boy and girl too? Something no, like that? not All this right. one, but there's been several other opportunities that we cannot um do because we just don't have a boy and a girl dynamic or we don't have living grandparents. Like they're very specific. Like you gotta have living grandparents and and I know most people are like, you guys can just lie and just say you have living grandparents. Like they wanted the grandparents to be on camera. You had to like prove that they lived. It was just a lot and we um did it. You know, we, we auditioned, we sent in our tape and um we got call back for interview and um and then they went ghost. So here we are again, still not rich. But if anybody wants to cast us in a commercial, <laughs> we fit the criteria for somebody commercial. Yeah, so they us, they man. hit the usual it's like, cool. oh, well, you guys did great. Thanks for making it this far. We'll keep you on our roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool, honestly. We did it because it was like, why not? Hey, it fell into our lap, the opportunity, and we really didn't even think that we would get a call back. So we actually get the call back when we came back from vacation, which I will get to in a second but um it was just cool it was cool to be like wow i i auditioned for a disney commercial and i ain't gonna lie it would have been cool to be flown out be flewed out to orlando all expenses paid because that was part of the package and of course we would have got a check for it um we wouldn't have been rich from it but you know it would have been a good check toward like another trip maybe um so shout out to us for that um, hopefully that's just something in the atmosphere. Big things. <laughs> Big things in the atmosphere. Before I go on to the other fun thing that we did, um, I've noticed too, in all adulting purposes, we've had a lot of difficult conversations with people this summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like, we've set a lot of boundaries. We so we okay. So we recently celebrated ten years of marriage. Um, and so naturally we did a lot of reflecting. We did a lot of just thinking back over the last 10 years of marriage. We've been together a long time, longer than that, but marriage wise, 10 years as of July of this year. And so that naturally made us just reflect on a lot of things, good, the bad, the ugly, the in-betweens and a lot of things that we, a lot of things that came up was like, you know, we got to continue to set boundaries as a married couple and boundaries just as individuals and so we've had to have a lot of hard conversations with people individually um as a couple and i will say you know most of our conversations we've had with people were received and it felt good to kind of like release things that we've had on our on our spirit on our spirit over the last two years we've been able to now i'm not saying everybody agreed with what we said (laughs) But no, they weren't easy conversations. They were not easy, but the lesson here is like, man, just start the conversation with people. Be prepared for people to be like, okay, I hear you, but I'm not changing. Be prepared for that. But also be prepared for the feeling of like, I said what I said. Now that you have that information from me, it's up to you to change it. But this is how I move going forward. So we've definitely had those conversations. That wasn't even part of our summer plan, but I don't know. I think, I think it just so happened that it was – it was 10 years and we just got fed up with some things and um saw an opportunity just saw an opportunity and we made it happen it coincided with like okay boom 10 years here we go now here's all the stuff that we've been wanting to say (laughs) now that we got a backbone 10 years later there's all the stuff that we want to say we experienced now we 10 years in this game um but yeah just we'll probably have a separate episode i'm sure um some of the guests that i have planned i we're Pending, there's a conversation pending about um, not just marriage, but relationships and how to navigate, um, particularly like family relationships when it comes to boundaries and expectations with family. Because we did talk about friendships. Shout out to Brennan. We had a two, three part episode about navigating friendships as an adult, but you know, we've had our own off-air conversation about just how do we navigate setting boundaries, not just as a married couple, but as a couple, as a grown-up in a relationship, and how do you navigate certain things with your family members and friends. So we've had those conversations. So this is just a reminder of, like, anything you've been holding on to with somebody, have that conversation. 
you know, try not to go in attack mode, but just say what you feel. It's going to be hard, but say what you feel because you don't want to let things fester. So, yeah, I'm proud of me for speaking up on things. Proud of you for speaking up on things. And I'm proud of you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think, um, I think it's going to help us going forward. Um, it's hard. Like, like, I'm not saying this is like, okay, we're great. Like, it's a work in progress. Um, we are a work in progress. And, yeah, with that being said, to celebrate 10 years of marriage, we took a very big trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you like to share? Because we we'll uh, share some fun little stories about that. People have been asking, so I'm like, hey, listen to the podcast. You'll get a little brief recap. So to celebrate our 10 years of marriage, 10-year anniversary, we went back to the place where we celebrated our marriage, our honeymoon. We went to Jamaica. So we spent, what, five days in Ocho Rios? Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing we did there was renew our vows. Yes. Beautiful ceremony. Um, Really just a whole little small wedding, intimate wedding, just the two of us. Nice beachside on the resort we at. We um, got treated really well. We went all out for us. It was bigger than what we thought. Mm-hmm. And um, just, I, I can't even describe like the emotions and the feelings that we had, but it was a beautiful time. And just the vow renewal part of the time. The Jamaica trip was great because we got to really explore the island more, got more entrenched in the culture, learned more about the culture and how the people live, how like the education system is and all that stuff. Travel to different cities. Stayed in Ocho Rios, spent some time in Kingston, which was really cool. Kingston's not as bad as people may seem. Huh. It's the most industrial side of Jamaica. It's like the capital, so all the government buildings are. Stuff like that. Um, did some adventurous stuff. Went on ATVs. <laughs> went on the rafts. Yes. We went on the rafts. We, as a couple, went on the rafts. We, we went on the together, rafts. as so, a man and woman, together, we went on the rafts. And I know y'all are like, what? And why are y'all talking about that like that? Just... Look up on Instagram, Jamaican rafts, and look at what comes up. And they they basically say, just don't send your woman there by herself. Because the Jamaican men on the raft. Y'all, just go look at the videos. <laughs> but I was there together. Um, yeah, and it was a wonderful experience. If you follow my personal Instagram, a lot of you all probably saw some of the videos back in August. We went the very beginning of August. And, um... It's probably the most I've ever posted on Instagram because I don't, I don't do daily Insta stories, but I had a time. So I was like, you know what? Paid a lot of money for this trip. Y'all going to go on this trip with me. (laughs) And I done seen everybody else travel and I haven't been anywhere in years. So here you go. (laughs) So yeah, it was cool. But yeah, we did the rafts. Um, And a few people, like, I know it sounds so cliche, but like people have literally been asking. (laughs) I hate saying that because people are like, oh my God, nobody asked. No, but people have been asking, like, about details, like, where we stayed and stuff. And that's fine, but, like, um, I'm thinking maybe we should do a whole episode about that and, like, all the details of the trip because literally people have been asking. And I had a lot of um, people respond to my Insta story and was like, hey, you know, can you tell me this? Can you tell me that? And I have a lot to share, and I have no problem sharing tips with people. I'm not – I don't gatekeep, so – I don't mind saying this is where we stay. This is the driver we use. This oh, yeah. is so what we can do. You know, a future episode, tell you about our trip, tell you about where we stayed, and then we'll give you the plug on the drivers, mm-hmm. the friends we've made, friends we drivers like the, the ATVs, shoot the right KFCs to go to. Listen, um, we'll give you the tips on how to shop for your liquor there, <laughs> how to shop for your um, tourist items there. How to shop in general yeah, and like, keep your money without being harassed. Okay? Because if you've been in Jamaica or any island, honestly, I can't speak for all the islands. I've only been to Caribbean. I've been to um, Bahamas and Jamaica twice. And, um, oh boy. It's like a, what do they call it? An adventure sport. <laughs> what do they call it? When yes. you just... It's just I felt so defeated trying to shop there um, because they're just aggressive. Um, but we'll, 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 we'll share some more of that. But basically, we yeah, everything he said, um, 
anything that stood out about the trip, we can give them a brief little funny stuff. You know, we always got like a funny story or something random. I mean, basically, like you said, we stayed at an all-inclusive resort. I know a lot of people like, you know, got so much to say about all-inclusive. And I get it. It's pros and cons. But for what we needed to do, it worked out because everything was included. And, yeah, I, I when I booked it, I thought we were just going to be standing under a gazebo and be like, hey, babe, happy 10-year. Here's a renewal. Ha-ha. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Um, no. Like he said, um, they went all out. And don't get me wrong. I did, like, order a little dress or whatever offline. Um my hair was already done, so I did my own hair. I got my makeup done at the resort. So, of course, I was going to look nice, even if we were just standing under the gazebo. But I did not know that they were going to have, like, a minister. He was going to meet with us before to get to know us. Like, he treated it like it was a wedding, the man did. Like, he he made sure he did it, you know, in order. Um, yeah, it was just David and I. But because it was at a resort outside on the beach or near the beach, there was hotel guests just standing around looking for their balconies or just watching. And that was fun. So they were like rooting for us. Literally. Um, they asked us for music. So they were like, come up with a little (laughs) playlist for like the whole ceremony. Um, they quiet down the pool so the pool couldn't play music till after our ceremony was over. Yeah. He had a suit on. So we did take it seriously as far as like how we were dressed. Cause we were thinking, Oh, we about to, plug up this tripod and just take our own pictures at this gazebo because again that's what i picture i just thought we're gonna be just out here doing our own vows but no they um because basically when we booked it we told the hotel hey we're gonna do some vow renewals do you have a package so they did have a package very 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 inexpensive in my opinion um but they exceeded our expectations is what i'm saying um, so if y'all want details about that, if you're interested in doing a viral renewal or a wedding at the place we went to, I'll, you know, feel free to let me know. And then when we do a full episode, I will disclose like where, who, what, when, where, and why, um, at a later date. But we stayed in Ultra Rio, Jamaica, like he said. And then we, like I mean, honestly, the resort was there to sleep, to eat, and just for like the free nightly entertainment. But we were mm-hmm. off that resort every day. We were gone. gone. Like, like, so there's nothing wrong with all inclusives. Just take advantage of um, getting off the resort. Um, where we stayed at, they had a lot of like excursions included, meaning you just pay for your hotel and all that, and you didn't have to pay extra for them to take you to a shopping trip or take you. We went to Dunn Rivers Falls. If you book that by itself, it's like three hundred dollars because you have to pay for the driver and tip and meals and all that. But we we. That was part of our hotel stay, so we all we had to do was just ride the bus and tip the driver at the end. Um, but we hired an additional driver. Um, shout out to technology and Instagram, because I found this guy on Instagram. Well, I found one guy, and then he showed up at the resort to pick us up, and then he professionally passed us off to another guy. Um, and... Yeah, but it worked out. But Jamaicans, they, they're slick like that. But it worked out. We're safe. We're here talking to you, so everything went well. Um, but, yeah. Um, but can't give it all away. We got to save it for the other episode. Mm, but, like, let's just give them a little teaser of, like, some of the random. Oh, I mean, well, the random is <laughs> Jamaicans don't drive alone. No. So we were on our way to our... I passed off driver on the way to the trip. He pulls over, brings his friend in, and they never really give you their real name. Asked the man what his name said. My name is I'm like, excuse me? This is roster friend, Rescare. Okay, you got to set them up. So we get, so the first, the we okay, shout out to Sean. If you listen, if you're listening to the podcast, shout out to him. Okay. Mine's tour. Lions Tour J A on Instagram. Follow yeah. him. Lions L Y O N S Tour J A. Nice guy. We're, we'll definitely use him again. We've referred nah. him already to people. Yeah, great guy, man. It's cool. But how how we met Sean was yeah first day of our booked um tour. We hired a driver to take us to Kingston um, because no one goes to Jamaica and go to Kingston, but David and Crystal does because we do things differently. So, um, I think 
it threw off the driver like, oh, shoot, who's that? Why are these Americans asked to go to Kingston? Like, nobody comes here and goes to Kingston. So the guy that we booked, um, he, he showed up. Like, I started talking to him on Instagram, like, I don't know, June. I gave him a small deposit to hold my spot, which I already was kind of nervous about. But that's just how business is done now. I cashed up him a little bit of money to say, hey, I'm coming in August. Like, and he, you know, he continued to communicate with me on Instagram. So I'm like, okay, this is a real person. But the deposit wasn't like a crazy amount where if he did scam me, it's just like, well, I'll take the L. So long story short, he was like, let me know when y'all get to Jamaica. I'm going to pick you up, you know, Thursday for the excursion to Kingston. He never mentioned that he was going to pass us off to nobody. So this was very slick. That's what I said. He professionally passed us off. So we get there. We're, like, we wake up the next day at the resort. I think we were supposed to meet him at 10 o'clock. We ran a little behind. We was like, hey, we run late. He's like, no problem. He picks us up. So we go out. <laughs> we go out to the front of the to hotel. The to the lobby. He's there. Like, professional. Hey, how you doing? My name is such and such. And then they start talking that Jamaican. I said, oh, boy. You know how, like, what they say about the Africans, women who get their hair braided, they be like, the Africans be like, okay, the price $200, and then when you leave, it's like $2,000. Like, the price stayed the same, but he kind of, like, smoothed us over. So we noticed there was a guy standing off to the side of him with the whole other vehicle. Can I do how he did it? Yeah, go ahead. Is that Miss Crystal? No, no, he calls me boss. Oh, boss, boss. Miss Crystal, me, me, know, me know you say you want one driver. Holiday weekend because it was it was Independence Day weekend. Yes. Yeah, you know, August six was the Independence Day. You on one driver, so me can't do this. Me gonna pass it off to my brother Sean. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean pass me off, sir? I was supposed to be with you. He gonna, he gonna take care of you, my brother Sean. It was so smooth, y'all. So we're like, all right, but you gonna pass us over to Sean? The question is, who like, is Sean? Who, well, this is <laughs> we see Sean. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, well, who's the money go to? Well, yeah, so many questions. Oh, you, now you get Sean. So, all right, well, we had an arrangement with you. Literally. Now, Sean, cool, you, you're a passionate brother, Sean. He's going to take good care of you. This is my brother, all that. So you would assume, like, brother, that's his homeboy. We, you know, yeah. we, we understand. They like us. That's, that's his homeboy. So at this point, we're not going to say no. Right, because what, what choice do we so have? So you hop in this car and you say, hey, we going here, 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 here. Like, yeah, 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 man. I got, and I got everything you. is, yeah, man. Like, you could say, hey, I want you to drive off the cliff. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Like, everything is okay. <laughs> um, but before we go, before we get there, so, like, the other guy, he, he said exactly what David said, and it was real smooth with it, and he basically was like, yeah, like, because I guess the issue was he also, we learned, is, like, a very popular party promoter there. We always have the best of luck finding people. He's a very known party promoter. So basically what he was saying was like, I don't have time for y'all. I'm like promoting parties. This is a Thursday and the Independence Day was on Sunday. So I don't have time for y'all because I'm about to be booking these parties from Thursday to Sunday. And so I don't have time for you peons is what he said. <laughs> no, he was very nice, but I think that's what it was. And he didn't want to drive us one place and they have to pass us on to another driver the next day because we had the driver for a couple of days. So he wanted me to have one driver the whole time, which is what I had expressed to him. So shout out to him for keeping his word. But it was just so unexpected. So when we all travel to places like that, just honestly, anytime you travel, be flexible and be open-minded because this could happen. Um, but be clear in what you want. It didn't bother us too much because he was, he had the guy literally waiting right there. It wasn't like we had to wait for another ride and we had to reschedule. Like Sean was there literally waiting in the wings, um, to take us on the journey. And so, um, it was something else I was going to say with him. Um, I don't remember. Oh, and I think the the hesitance on our end was like, I had been working with the other guy, meaning communicating with him on Instagram since for, June. I say for a couple months. A couple yeah. months. And I did that intentionally. I was like, all right, I found this driver. I followed him on Instagram. He followed me back. So that was a good sign. So basically, I took that time to, like, follow him literally and watch how he moved on Instagram. What is he promoting? What is he into? Of course, you don't really know people. But 
I found comfort in like, all right, he posted about his kids. So I was like, all right, I kind of, by the time August rolled around, we know dude. No, all that went out the window, but he's like, and here's my boy, Sean. So then we get into Sean's car. Sean was told that we're going to Kingston. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, ma. He puts on his music. I'm like, all right, cool. We feeling the vibes. Yeah, yeah, good vibes. We start driving off the resort. And then he said something. I, I ain't understand. He said, let me pick my roster front up real quick. Right. <laughs> and we thinking, and he, okay, maybe you just need just, to ride to the gas station on the way. like. And then, you know, we kind of paused. Like, all right, well, because the first time we went to Jamaica, our dr- like we linked up with a, like a local taxi driver, paid him money to take us around. We realized, all right, you're used to like an extra driver. But extra passenger. Pa- extra passenger. So when he picks up the roster friend and he comes in, you know, he looked a little rough and mean. He says his name Resk. Yeah, you're like, whoa. <laughs> Sir, what? All right. like <laughs> I said, oh, boy, this is where it is. All right. <laughs> is yeah. he going to be mean? Like, yeah, like a mean face, but he ended up being like a, a nice guy. He just, yeah. just had a face. <laughs> he had a face. Yeah, so and it was, uh, oh boy, yeah. But come to find out he did that because like, he wasn't familiar either comfortable driving to Kingston, so he wanted someone else to help him navigate the streets. Yeah, so Kingston was two hours away from Ocho Rios where we were. So, again, I don't think many tourists come to Jamaica asking to go to Kingston like we did. We were probably one of the few people that he's driven out there. And, um, of course, we had to pay him. We had to pay. It wasn't free. It <laughs> was not remember, included. Remember what you asked him, though? Oh, well, they asked him, like, is it true? No, you said, do y'all come to Kingston? Oh, yeah, I was like, do y'all come to Kingston? Like, is it true? Because they tell everybody yeah. in the States, like, stay away. Do not come to Kingston. It's the most dangerous place in the world. They said, no, they don't go. Right, and they said, it's the ghettos. It's the ghettos. That's how they said it. It's the ghettos. It's like, oh. And so I felt conflicted because, of course, I know how media works. Media will portray a certain area as really bad. I know that. But in conclusion, Kingston is it's pro it's it's just like any big city. The only scary thing is there are definitely what they call no go zones where it's like do not go to this part of town. Even the people that's from there will not go there. So that's why I think Kingston has a bad rep because it's like mm, it's a lot of gang activity and it's a real thing. Like y'all hear about the Mexican gangs, Jamaica's like that too. Y'all heard y'all seen the movie was it Shotters and uh, what's the other movie that's based in Jamaica that we all know? Um, I, don't know. I know about Shotters. But Shotters. There's another one, but it's true. It ain't a gang. Um, of course, we did not go to that part. We just went to Kingston for the Bob Marley Museum. And we wanted to go to this other um, park called Emancipation Park, but, but um, it started getting late, and um, it's a lot of traffic. It's a bit. It's like it's almost like a New York City, but inside of the Caribbean. Yeah, Very cool like, to see. Yeah, it's like every major city. It's got its traffic. It's got its rush hour. It got people banging on the windows, asking to wash your windows, selling grapes on the side of the road, trying to sell you rum, and. Um, so, yeah, we just went to the Bob Marley Museum. We went to Devon House Ice Cream, which is supposedly some of the best ice cream in the world. It's, like, supposedly a list of four places, the top four or five places in the world. That place is on the list. I don't know how true that is. Depends on who you're asking. But the ice cream was very good at Devon House. And we went to the main location in Kingston, but we learned after the fact that it's, like, Devon House ice cream all over the island. That's, like, their version of, like, Ben & Jerry's, I guess, or whatever big brand ice cream we have here. So we did that, and then, like I said, we tried to go to this other part, but it started getting late, and so someone suggested that we try out KFC. If you know you know about the KFC in the Caribbean, it's not what you see in America. I will save all the details for the next uh, recap since people wanted to know more about that KFC experience too. Um, It was a good time. It was definitely an adventurous trip. Um, We... As cliche as it sounds, we're ready to go back. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been grieving um, the loss of a trip. <laughs> like, I want to go back. I want to go back. But we will take another trip. It just, we got to we gotta explore elsewhere. Um, but I think we had a good time. Um, I'm going to say one thing, and then I'm going to leave it alone. Let's, um, let's normalize 
um, not downplaying people's trips. Oh, yeah. Because there was a few people in conversation when I was like, oh, yeah, I went to Jamaica. And it was like, oh, why did you go there? That's just the Caribbean. Okay, but a vacation is a vacation. So let's just normalize celebrating people who are able to leave their hometown. Not everybody can go to, um, you know, Dubai or travel the Swiss Alps and all that big stuff. That's great. But, you know, let's not um, downplay people's experience. Even if you got to go to Atlanta or even if you just went to, I don't know, Tennessee for a week. Let's just, you know, celebrate people and, and be thankful that they got out of the matrix. Yeah, wherever you go to take, <laughs> they wherever, take a break. Yeah, wherever you go to take a break from your normal day-to-day routine, I respect it, man. Just take a trip. No matter yeah, where. Yeah, get out. But yeah, it was a few people that, I don't know if it was shade or what that was, but y'all can keep that. Like, oh, I mean, oh, you just went to Jamaica. Yeah, the same way y'all just went to Mexico. Y'all go to Mexico every other week and your points. <laughs> so, so it was a lot of that threw me off. I'm like, wow, why can't we just say that's nice and move on or just keep your opinions? So, um, we had a good time. Um, my personal opinion, once you go to one Caribbean island, they all kind of look the same anyway. So, they all give similar vibes. They all give similar vibes. So I feel like Jamaica is, I haven't been to all the Caribbean islands, but from what I've seen in pictures, Jamaica to me is probably one of the top quote unquote name brand islands to go to. Um, don't get me wrong. Everywhere you travel in the Caribbean, I feel like my point is if you can't go to Jamaica cause it's too expensive, you can go elsewhere and probably get it a little cheaper quote unquote cause they're all expensive. But you could probably get the same feeling. Like if you just want a beach vacation with some good island food, you could probably get that same effect. But we went to Jamaica for the second time because of the people, just being around black people. That was cool to just be somewhere where it's like all of us and we ain't got to really like explain ourselves. Even though, again, we will go into deep detail, but Jamaica had its moments too where we would look that funny as black Americans. Um, again, I'm breadcrumbing for the next, you know, one of the next episodes. It'll probably be a bonus one-off episode. We'll just record it and post it because again, people have been asking like, what was your experience like? And we don't have a lot of time obviously to go into it now, but yeah, Jamaica was fun, but it definitely had its moments where I was like, wow. So over here too, we got to kind of be mindful of like, you know, who we are and what we come off. So yeah. So Happy 10 years to us. We're still celebrating, basically. Yeah. Still celebrating. It's it's a blessing. Black love. Shout out to black love, black relationships. We're not perfect, but we hope to be an example of, like, marriage can be fun. Marriage can be healthy. And marriage is going to be tough and rough. But if it's worth it, you will find a way. And you're going to put in the work. Because it definitely takes work. Okay? It definitely takes work. But you got to really want to do the work yeah yeah so we're gonna probably end here um you know because we just want to get back and kick off season four but i am excited about the season i really am um shout out to the podcast new look by now you've seen the new logo you've heard the new sound big teams we're just trying to clean up house here and just you know put out some new new stuff some new content try to keep it going um We'll just see where this thing takes us, all right? Um, As usual, if you guys want to join us on a show, if you want to be considered to be a part of the roster, or if you would like to be a guest on a show, maybe you have a product, or maybe you have something that you feel like you want to share with the masses, feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram, at randomeloquencepod, or email randomeloquencepod at gmail.com. Of course, um, like I said, feel free to follow us anywhere you get your podcast. Be sure to ask Alexa next time you're washing dishes, next time you're in the house, just say, Alexa, play the Random Eloquence podcast. Okay, believe it or not, those little actions really help us out over here at the show. It keeps it going. It helps more people learn about the show. Um, also, tell a friend. Share anytime you hear something on this podcast you like hit that share button in your podcast app and just send a link over to a friend and please engage with us or me on Instagram. Cause it's me. That's me behind a page. 
um, 99% of the time, but make sure you engage um, on the page, like, comment, share, please. Um, let's see, what else? Anything else you want to share with the people? Thank you for coming back. I don't know if you had a choice. No, thank you for having me. Of um, course. Looking forward to all the big teams you got going for season four. Yeah. Um, keep it going. You know, I'm proud of you. You're doing your thing. And shout out to hoodie season. It is officially hoodie season, not this 100-degree hoodie season that the kids are doing. It is officially hoodie oh, season. Yeah. Bundle yes. up. It's hoodie season. It's baseball season for us. <laughs> the kid, the oh. oldest kid has... Started baseball again. Here we are again. So shout out to the baseball moms and dads playing fall ball. And, um, yeah, I think that's all we got. So we're not going to hold you guys long. Be safe out there. Be vigilant. Drink your water. Let's see what else. Any other reminders for the people? Um, stay healthy. Oh, yeah, and hit that buy me a coffee link, too. You know, if you want to support the show, hit that buy me a coffee link and you can send, you know, me a coffee. Um, and if you don't want me to actually buy a coffee, hey, that donation goes toward keeping this podcast afloat. In the meantime, see you guys later. We're out of here. Bye. I'm drinking rum. And Red Bull. Give me dropped out of high, high school. Gabal double bicycle. La 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 la